for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 14 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Hollis Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, it's good to be back, man. So, in the Star Wars news this week... We got a lot. We got a good bit. A good chunk. Um, a fairly good chunk. A fairly good chunk. We're going to review and discuss uh, Star Wars number 7, the comic. And we're going to get into some D23 news. Excellent. So that's about it. Um, before we get into all that, I should give out our stuff. Please, please, guys, if you're listening to us, if this sound is going into your ear holes right now and pleasing your eardrums to perfection, please do us a favor. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. On Twitter, you can follow us at Blue Harvest Pod. And if you have any questions, comments, critiques, uh, you know, praises, you can email us at Blue Harvest Podcast at gmail.com. So, Pro, how's your week been, buddy? Been great. I got to do a lot of cool stuff. I made dumplings for oh, the yeah. first time. How'd I made go? crawfish, chorizo, and green onion dumplings. Whew. I folded them all up, steamed them up. Now, is that a crawfish chorizo or is that a no, crawfish, crawfish and, and chorizo? chorizo. Yes. Still sea. sounds good. Seaway. Okay. Um, then I. Uh, Got to make um, beer and cheese soup at work. Beer and cheese soup. That shit sounds delicious. Yeah, it was absolutely delicious. You know what I did for work this week? Typed. Typed. Typed and drove. Yeah. Drove and typed. Nothing exciting like chorizo and <laughs> fucking crawfish, crawfish bungholes or gyozas. Yeah. It's like an Asian Latin fusion. Fusion, if you will delicious you know they did the dance with the earrings and the super saiyans and the never mind fusion (laughs) so we'll get into some star wars news which order do you want to do it in this week do you want to do news first and then comics or comics first and then news Let's do comics first. And okay. The news. So this week we're going to be talking about an issue that's been out for a couple weeks now. Figured give some uh, listeners time to read it if they haven't. If you haven't read it, just uh, be warned. There's going to be a few spoilers. Uh, yeah. 
Star Wars Episode Seven. Sorry, in Star Wars uh, Number Seven. Star Wars Comic Number Seven. So uh, this was an interesting case for the the current run of the Star Wars books because the first arc pretty much ended with uh, issue six, and uh, that's going to pick up again with issue eight. But in the interim, they did a one shot uh, Obi Wan story, and it's a really good story as far as Obi Wan's time on Tatooine. It's right. really important and really cool. Yeah, it's it's a, a change of pace. In the last uh, issue, we saw Luke get Obi-Wan's journal yes. from his house after the fight with Boba Fett. And this is basically just a, a story from that journal, right? Yeah, it's a story out of that journal, Obi-Wan's journal that he's been writing in, in his time on Tatooine, his isolation. and um, It's kind of sad. Yeah, it is sad. Not... Too, uh, not necessarily in story wise, but in concept, not undifferent from a, a book called Kenobi that came out right before they did the canon reboot, which was a whole book that was set in that timeline. It's not the same story or anything like that. But basically, the story has to do with a drought on Tatooine. How does that work? If you have a, a drought on a desert planet, I would imagine is devastating. Right, but you have moisture farmers well to farm moisture there's got to be at least some moisture in the atmosphere like I mean, maybe I, I see maybe the atmosphere and the environment of the planet itself is so dry that one particular season that in there the, is no moisture yeah and uh, very, or at least very very little to harvest and it basically just deals with obi-wan's conflict with not stepping in and doing his typical typical jedi one line stands out. As hard as it was to become a Jedi, it was even harder to not be one. Right. That's a good line. Um, <clears throat> seeing injustice and not being able to stop it. And, and you know, do your part. And all the while, of course, who's he looking over? Young Luke, Luke Skywalker. Young Luke Skywalker. Because uh, Owen Lars refuses to let him be trained in the Jedi yeah. way. Yeah, because Uncle Owen is kind of a dick. Yeah, he thinks he's going to follow his father right. on some damn fool idealistic crusade. But yeah, like I said, it, it deals with the repercussions on Tatooine of what that means when there's a drought. Yeah, And basically you just see that Jabba's being even more of a dick than usual. Jabba's a gangster and he's going he's gonna to take his tax of the one commodity that the planet really needs, which yeah. is water. And he does. There's a cool scene where, uh, you know, you you don't see Obi Wan use his lightsaber at all. No, because that's a clear giveaway. Uh, yeah, he's you know so strong in the Force though that he does some really cool predator-like stuff. Yeah, to help out young Luke. What did you think of the art style in this issue? I really liked it. I liked I it. Really liked but it. <clears throat> coming from the super realistic, super detailed. This was sort of scratchy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was sort of a jump. Not that it was bad. I don't think it was bad. It was just sort of, if you if you read six and then go into seven, it's sort of a jarring transition, if you yeah. know what I mean. No, I know exactly what you mean. But not bad by any means. I really um, liked it. Very and stylized. Obi-Wan truly believes that he's the last of his kind. He believes he's the last Jedi. Not that Obi-Wan would know any of this. I'm pretty sure around this time is when 
the rebel stuff is going on. So there's Kanan and Ezra out there. Yeah. Uh, Yoda's out there. But, yeah, yeah Obi-Wan uh, calls himself the last of a... You know, you would think Obi-Wan and Yoda would be able to reach out to one another. I don't know that they do. I I always kind of assumed that they could in some way. If not directly, then maybe with Qui-Gon as an in-between. Yeah. Because, you know... Yoda, Yoda has communed with Qui-Gon by that time. Yeah, and we know that at the end of Episode 3, Obi-Wan is going to be communing with Qui-Gon. Yeah. And we know that... <clears throat> Through some means, that's how Obi-Wan and Yoda are able to exist as a Force ghost after they... It's because of something Qui-Gon Jinn figured out. Yeah. Which is something that um, has never been expressly explained, but I like. I would rather them not, to the T, explain that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like the idea that just, for some reason, some mystical shenanigans went on, and now... You know, after for some Jeff, reason, Qui Gon Jinn was so strong in the Force that he figured some shit out after he died. Yeah, they go into that a little bit. Have you ever seen the very last arc of the Clone Wars? It's a Yoda arc. I don't think I have. You should really watch it. It's either the last three or the last four episodes of the Clone Wars. Yeah, you watch it before next week. Uh, it goes into that a lot. Okay, it's it's very Force centric and like. I don't want to give too much away because I want it to be sort of a surprise when you watch it, but yeah. it's it deals with that a lot without expressly spelling anything out. You know what I, I mean? I see, I see. And then we saw like uh, in Rebels when uh, Kanan and Ezra went to the old Jedi Temple, the, um, what you call it, like the lights and shit that appeared to Ezra, and it was Yoda talking to him. You know what I'm talking about? It looked like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a f- swarm of fireflies or some shit. Where he found the crystal. Yeah, where he found the kyber crystal. Yeah. That's actually um, sort of a callback to that arc I'm talking to you about. Uh, the Yoda arc at the end okay. of Clone Wars. Except instead of Yoda appearing to Ezra, it's Qui-Gon appearing to Yoda. Which is cool. That is very cool. So was there anything else of super note? I mean, it's not really. It's just a, a good, solid story about Obi-Wan. There's that scene where um, the like the thugs, Jabba's thugs, go to try and rob the Lars family, right? Yeah. And young Luke tries to step in. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's kind of cool to see Luke taking that heroic role right even away. when he's just a kid. Yeah. I'm not going to let you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, who's there to save his ass? Obi-Wan. <clears throat> Old Obi-Wan. Old Ben Kadev. Obi-Wan. Now, that's a name, name that I, I haven't heard, heard in a long, long time. time. A long time. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, in the scheme of things, in the overall canon of it all... Not necessarily the most important story, but it's cool because there's such a time difference between Episode 3 and A New Hope that, you know. You know, in the Star Wars universe, Han Solo aside, I am a sucker for the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my mm-hmm. favorite characters are the the old Jedi Masters. I mean, Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Qui-Gon Jinn, Any of Mace Windu. If you got a lightsaber and you're on the good side. And you're I'm gonna, down with and you. And you're a Jedi master. I'm like not down. just a knight. 
you're a Jedi master. Like you, you are strong in the Force. I'm down to clown. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Fucking brain fart. Uh, I think that wraps the comic up. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like I said, there's not. It's nothing that we can super. No, it's just a great Obi Wan. It's just story. a nice little story. If you haven't read any of the Star Wars issues. I suggest just picking that one up. It's a good time. I hope that they maybe go back to that concept. Maybe maybe in between each sort of section, each story arc section, they'll do uh, a story from Obi-Wan's journal. Now, what could prevent that is if they ever do plan on doing an Obi-Wan movie. You know, set in between. Because they don't want to muck up the timeline too much. But, you know. I don't think that could happen. Like... Well, just as in in the Marvel universe, things happen in the comics that may not necessarily happen in the movies. Like, there's a movie version that's easily digestible. Well, see, the thing is, is this is considered canon. Yeah. This is considered equally important to, you know, the history of Star Wars and... This happened. This happened. As much as the movies happened, as much as the Clone Wars or Rebels happened, that issue happened. Now... Like I said, you're talking about, what, 20 years that Obi-Wan's been on Tatooine? 18 or 20 years, something like that. There's plenty of story to tell where if you wanted to... <clears throat> God. Dharma always got to make her cameo on the podcast. Yep. It wouldn't be... You know, it's She's like our Shecky. If you've ever listened to a Kevin Smith podcast, he's got a little wiener dog named Shecky that barks almost every episode. Dharma's our Shecky. Yeah. Oh, and there's Luna. Making sure she's not left out of it. It's because we were saying Dharma's name too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's jealous ass, little Boston Terrier ass. Oh, that's where you're eating. <laughs> we're eating ice. Eating we'll ice just and edit. Cherry. We'll just edit all of this right just out. Edit it all out. Mm. Mm. Well, the good thing is, is I just finished off that bottle of booze, so this is as drunk as I'll get this podcast. Okay. That's a positive. 45 minutes from now is as drunk as you'll get this podcast. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm kind of a lightweight, so it still hits me kind of hard. But Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like you, you fucking. <laughs> the microphone crapped out on me and didn't Drop even the want, mic. Didn't even want to let me fucking finish that sentence. So yeah, that's, that's it for that comic. I just thought it was a, a neat episode or a issue and you should check it out it surely was i was glad i read it so let's get into the meat of the story so this past weekend as we were talking about on the last podcast was d23 which was um you know it's it's not every year like a comic-con or a star wars celebration they do them every two years it's a giant basically all disney convention they do it at the Anaheim Convention Center, which is the same place they do Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> like I said, it's 100% Disney all day, every day. And they had a fairly large Star Wars presence this year at D23, which is not surprising considering the new movies coming out at the end right of the Right around year. the corner. They had uh, battle pods set up. They had, um, you know, uh, costumes and props from the, the new movies set up. They had a full-scale Captain Phasma set up, et cetera, et cetera. And some interesting stuff came out. Um, 
as far as announcements, I guess it really depends on who you talk to and how they feel about certain things. But to me, we didn't get as big announcements as we have in, say, a celebration or a Comic-Con. Right. Um, so the first thing that we'll talk about that they announced is they announced that Colin Trevorrow, the director of Jurassic World, is going to be the director of Star Wars Episode Nine. I actually told you last last week that that was a rumor. Yeah. And sure enough, they announced it this week. So this trilogy is mapped out as far as directors go, which is interesting considering we haven't even gotten the first one and they already have the, the directors for episode eight and nine lined up. Yeah. Who's the director for nine? Ryan Johnson. All right. Who did Looper and Brick and whatever right, right. else he did. So that's cool. I saw Jurassic World. I thought it was it was good. I mean, it's uh, it was just inherently not as interesting to me as, say, anything else, because I'm more into, like, sci-fi than... I mean, not that Jurassic Park isn't sci-fi, but yeah. there was no lasers, or laser swords, or space and shit in it. You know right. what I mean? It was just dinosaurs. It was just dinosaurs, which are cool. Um, it was enjoyable enough that I, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what he does with Star Wars. Nice. Um, I, I was still holding out hope. That J.J. Abrams would come back for episode nine. Honestly, they could have got him to do the entire trilogy, and I would have been stoked. Yeah. But, you know, the he, first movie is good enough. I'm sure he's got other projects he wants to. Yeah, you know what? I, I I think I read that his company, Bad Robot, was in development of a, a story about uh, Tesla. And I don't know if that's for J.J. Abrams or another director, but that maybe that's what he'll move on to after Star Wars. Maybe after Star Wars, he'll just take a fucking break. He'll probably deserve it after the fucking headache and heartache that making the first movie in a new Star Wars trilogy is. Because apparently Star Wars can kill you. Uh, Yeah, it can break your back, your ankle, give you fucking hypertension, hypertension and a heart attack. Heart attack. Make you poop your pants. Yeah. That's what I do. They hired me to direct Star Wars. I'd be like, uh, in the first day of shooting, I'd be like, okay, guys, this is what we need you to do. We need you to swing your lightsaber, and homeboy's going to do some shit with some force. And, oh, uh, uh, can we break for five minutes? I just poop my pants. <laughs> I got to go put on a fresh, fresh pair of dungarees. Fresh pair. Oh, somebody pulling up in the yard. I'm probably just turning around. You see what I'm talking? Holy shit, we're getting abducted by aliens. No, I think oh. it's somebody turning around. Yeah. Dungarees. Dungarees. That's a weird... Dungarees. Do you ever hear someone refer to jeans as dungarees in a serious way? I do not. My grandmother will still call them dungarees. I've Is heard that how you my say? grandmother call them Levi's. Levi's, that's that's understandable. But dungarees. Is that... Am I even saying that right? Uh-huh. Dungarees. Yeah. It's a weird word for pants, right? Yeah. Hold on, let me go change into my dungarees. Is that what your grandma would call them? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she does. Not even blue jeans or jeans? She'll or... call them blue jeans, but most of the time she'll call them dungarees. Dungarees. Maybe she really prefers that brand. Oh, take off your dungarees. Your fruit of looms. Oh, whitey tidies. I never understood that name, fruit of the loom. Well, a loom is something, something that, that makes, makes cotton, cotton and, I get and it. it's the fruit of said loom. I get it, but it holds the fruit of your loins. Right. 
It's it's all it's word full circle is why we're coming here, right? The fruit of the loom, mm-hmm. and the fruit is your fucking your nut grapes, your twig and berries. Your, your, yeah, man, your fucking your meat and two veg, your nutsack and your twig. Yeah, or your branch or your log. <laughs> you know, however you're blessed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, got started talking about dick, and my mind blanked. <laughs> 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 oh uh, man uh so the dude from jurassic world have, have you seen jurassic world i have not i gotcha um it was good uh is it as good as the box ha- office has led it to see like it's doing really well at the box office i guess everybody's just really glad to have a jurassic park movie that's good that's good They've had to suffer through some shit. <laughs> have you ever seen Jurassic Park 3? Yes, I have. <laughs> the, did I want my money back? Yes, I did. The plot device that leads them off to the island is they find a satellite phone and a pile of dinosaur shit. You know what? It was an hour and a half. It was yeah. not even a two-hour movie. Yeah. I was pissed. I was like, you can't even give me two hours? Yeah. Uh, speaking of which... Let's, uh, that'll just uh, tightly roll us into our next little piece of news. Apparently, the rough cut of The Force Awakens, 125 minutes. No. That's good. Uh, two hours, five minutes? Two hours, five minutes. That's I not thought, bad. I, I was doing different math in my mind. You were thinking uh, an hour and 25 minutes? I was thinking minutes? an hour and 25 oh, minutes, and I was man, like, what? I'd be fucking Doing bummed. different calculations. That 125 be... minutes is good. That's over two hours. Yeah. Five minutes yeah. over Yeah, and I think that's... Just at the cusp Perfect. where people won't be like, it's too long. It's not a three-hour Lord of the yeah, Rings movie. Fucking or King Kong or some shit. Oh, my God. King Kong. Have you ever seen that? Have yeah. you ever seen the Peter I saw Jackson? King Kong in theater. So did I. And that fucking line at the end of the movie where Jack Black was like, "'Twas beauty that killed the beast." Fucking terrible. <laughs> like, to me, that lessens Peter Jackson's credibility at least just a tiny bit. He's like, what do I do with a funny fruit? What do I do with a funny Samwise Gamgee? Hmm. Twas beauty that killed the beast. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Dog fucking fight club going on in the house. One rule about dog fight club. Never talk about dog fight club on a podcast. You do not talk about dog fight club. No. Oh, hear that? Luna's doing her fucking patented freak out move. Okay. So, yeah. 125 minutes. That'll... That'll please our buddy Keith, Jesse's brother-in-law, and my soon-to-be brother-in-law. Yeah, uh, who said that he's he's of the stance, and I I get it that once you pass that two-hour mark, it's rough. Like you better be a damn fucking good movie to you keep you better me need those fifteen minutes or twenty minutes or an hour or yeah. whatever it is. Like if you go past that two-hour mark, and I get it nowadays, I totally get it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm as harsh as he is about it. Like I'll watch movies, a long movie. So dude. will I. If like, the story is interesting enough, if it's something I'm invested in, say it's a long Marvel movie, Inception. Inception is a good. Interstellar. I haven't seen that yet. Um, you know, if the story is good, I, I will stay invested. I will stay invested. But Forrest Gump, Castaway. You know, like uh, long fucking, ass movies. That's the movie where Tom Hanks fucks the beach ball, right? Or the Wilson. Wilson. That's Castaway. Fucks him right in his hand, man. Does he really? 
I don't know. Because I'm blanking on that part. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no scene in that movie where Tom like Hanks his best is like, friend and he loses like, him at sea. And like, I like, remember all that, but I don't remember the, <laughs> the BJ scene. I'm pretty sure there's not a scene where Tom Hanks is cuts like, a hole in it, laid back. You're thinking about robot beach. chicken. This is a this is your subconscious bringing up a robot chicken. Laid episode. back on the beach, fucking eating a coconut with a, a, sp- a handmade wooden spoon and Wilson is sitting beside him at the, the uh, fucking campfire and he like rubs his nose and he's like, Wilson, we've been on this island for a long goddamn time, my friend. You know what it's time for? An old fashioned. But Wilson ain't got hands. What's he gonna do? Fucking, you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna fucking mouth fuck a volleyball. That's yeah. what he's gonna do. Yeah. Tom Hanks and his beard and their sweat and dirt. He ain't showered in ages and he's fucking been spear fishing, spear hunting fish. I don't know. I've I'm only starting seen to get movie. creeped out here. <laughs> starting to get creeped out a little bit. Maybe one one or two times I've laid in bed late at night, been like, what was it like? What would it be like to fuck a fucking uh, volleyball? No, you haven't. Not one. Not <laughs> one time. You have not. Well. Anyway, on that note, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll discuss the rest of the D23 news, and um, and that'll do it for us. Yeah. Hawes? Hey, buddy. Buddy, buddy. Hey, Will. Oh. What's up? Hey, Jesse. What's up? Hawes is down in the basement. In the basement. All right. Hey. Hey, Hawes. I'm down here, buddy. All right. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What you got going on down here? I saw the sparks flying and the lights flashing. I got real excited. Okay. So you know you introduced me to Stoned Cobra? I did, in fact. And you know it gave me lightning dick. How's that lightning dick doing? Excellent. I have honed it and focused it into a solid beam. Are you I've mastered me? the powers of Lightning Dick. Dude, you mastered the Lightning Dick. I did. That's incredible. So, here's my idea. Yeah? You and I team up, and we clean the streets of Birmingham. Dude, I would love to do that, but I, I don't have any superpowers or anything like that. Ha <laughs> ha! It's funny that you mentioned that. You see this chamber over here? Yeah, what is that? It looks like a giant light bulb. Exactly. This chamber, along with these electrodes, you see these electrodes? Yeah. We will attach these to your nips, your dick, and your butthole. Oh. And we will focus the power of Stone Cobra, and we will infuse you with their mystical rock powers. Well, I might get down with that. And it will infuse you with the powers of Lightning Dick. But Lightning Dick is not a typical result of Stone Cobra. Exactly. That's where this chamber comes in. I'm down. Sign me up. Let's do it. Put these electrodes on. (sighs) Hey, man, I'm going to turn around. You handle the the dick piece and the bung piece. You're asking a lot here, man, but... Hey, man, it's worth it. For the powers of the lightning dick? Okay. So you're in the chamber? Yep. All right, I'm going to start the stone cobra. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go.
How's that doing? Oh, man. That is nice. Right? I'm going to crank it up to 11. That is good. Yes. Go! Uh huh. Uh, What's happening? High and Mighty, the album by Stone Cobra. Available at stonedcobra.com. So fucking badass that it'll blow out your pee hole and your butthole. Check it. Only five bucks. What the fuck? You got lightsaber dick? All I got was this dumbass lightning dick. Tune in next time for the further adventures of Lightning Dick and Saber Dick. Brought to you by Stone Cobra. www.stonedcobra.com And welcome back. So, uh, just sent my lady on a booze run. So this may get a lot more interesting. Or I may pass out in the middle of the podcast. Who knows? Who knows? Um... So we talked about Star Star Wars number seven. We talked about the running running time. Running riot. Uh, running riot. Running riot. Oh man, I'm so Double excited. kill. <laughs> Fuck, I got the hiccups. I'm really excited for the new Halo. So am I. So anyway, besides Halo, uh we talked about the running time for episode seven. We talked about the director from episode nine. So you want to get into a little more D23 news? Let's hit the D23 because we, I want to talk about the poster, you know, and some of that stuff. Yeah. I don't you – know, I didn't catch as much as you did, so I'm kind of relying yeah. on you. I basically sat on the couch refreshing my Twitter feed and my different uh, Star Wars news feeds just uh, trying to figure out, you know, as much news as possible for, uh, you know, what was coming out, out of D23. Now <clears> – <throat> The thing that was interesting, you know, at Celebration, that's a Star Wars event. So nothing but Star Wars news came out of that. At Comic-Con, we got a hour-plus-long Star Wars panel. So, of course, it was all Star Wars news. D23 is a different beast. Out of a, I don't know, hour-and-a-half panel, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes was devoted to Star Wars. Because, of course, they started off with Marvel. They showed some Civil War footage, and then they went into a whole bunch of bullshit I don't care about. (laughs) A whole bunch of bullshit I don't care about. A Beauty and the Beast movie with Hermione and somebody. I mean, that's Disney's thing now. They did Maleficent and Cinderella. People want to see the live action. I don't give a fuck about it. Uh, They also showed some stuff from Jon Favreau. You know, the director of Iron Man 1 and 2 and yeah. Swingers and Maid and Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, he's doing a live-action Jungle Book. I'll probably see it, but I don't give a fuck. Where's the wars? Then they went into motherfucking Pirates of the Caribbean 5. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> With Johnny Depp, is he going to be in there? Yes, and he came out in character as fucking... Captain He's going Jack, to be Jack Sparrow until Jack he Sparrow dies. Tossing out grapes to the crowd and shit. You know what I think about that? 
I don't give a fuck. Honestly, give Star Wars their own panel. You guys paid four plus billion for Star Wars. Do a dedicated Star Wars panel. I still think they just don't want to give you too much. I understand that. And I do, but it's me. Like, I don't care about Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't care about any of this other stuff. I love Marvel. I love Marvel comics and Marvel movies. I still, the Civil War, I was like, meh, I don't care. Get to the motherfucking Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And they did, finally. Like we talked about earlier, they announced that Colin Trevorrow was going to be the director of Episode Nine. They announced uh, that the rough cut for the current movie is about uh, uh, 125 minutes, which is in line with what we've heard. Then um, they brought the cast out, who apparently didn't really say much. I mean, like I said, they had a small amount of time. Probably the biggest thing that happened uh, at D23 in regards to, say, the audience being there is what is that they unveiled the new Drew Struzan Episode 7 poster, and they right. gave a copy to everybody in the audience. Oh, wow. Now, that's cool. That is cool. Um, <clears throat> here's a little interesting tidbit. Uh, a little news article came out this week um, from Drew Struzan. And he says that he read the script and that he's seen about half of The Force Awakens so far and that it's the best Star Wars movie yet. Oh, wow. I mean, look, is the dude that they're, they, you know, he's retired. So they paid him a shit ton of money to come out of retirement to do this poster. Yeah. Now, this isn't the final poster. This is just a special poster that they gave to D23 attendees or, or whatever. Uh, if I had to guess, the elements in this poster are going to be part of the final poster. And to me, if you look at it, it almost seems like a zoomed-in section of the final poster. You know what I mean? Does yeah, that make sense? It does. So, <clears throat> you want to talk about the poster? I like that. Yes, I yes, saw okay. that poster. Now, I'm wondering how much time we can get out of discussing one image. Uh, I don't think it'll be the rest of the podcast, but I think we can get a decent little no, chunk out of this. I just I like this because um, pull up. Can you pull up the image? Oh, I can. It's it's my lock screen on my phone. Oh, it it is. It is. It is. It's really awesome because you get to see everyone standing there, kind of ready. Everyone's got a weapon. Like everyone yep. has a weapon, <laughs> and that in itself is cool. Hanzo's got his blaster out. Ray's got her staff, and Finn's got. Uh, what what does Finn have? He has a lightsaber. Lights, not just any lightsaber. He is wielding Luke's lightsaber from Episode Four and Five. It is a blue bladed lightsaber, lightsaber with a silver hilt. It looks. It is. It's one hundred percent that one hundred Bespin Luke's lightsaber. No question about it. That's the Bespin Luke lightsaber. Now, and that's cool to know because I was wondering who the Jedi. You know, maybe they're all force sensitive, but who's going to be the archetypal hero Jedi? Is going to be Finn? Is it going to be Finn? What if it's both? Like, well, I'm, that's cool. That's even cooler. I hope it's both. I, I hope you know, he's just the, got the lightsaber. The first movie, right? I hope for all intents and purposes, by the end of the trilogy, we have two, if not more, kick-ass Jedi's in or Jedi in Finn and Rey. That'd now, be really cool. Rey doesn't have the saber, but what if that is? deception smoke and mirrors like what if 
she's going to end up with the saber or if she's i mean I, it, it would make sense i mean clearly finn has a hand-me-down saber you know it luke skywalker may be the only one in the galaxy that knows how to build a lightsaber well here's a question except so for we Cla- know Kylo Ren, she, we know clearly. from some previous news reports and things like that that she's trained in staff fighting right what if she's not using that saber because she uses her staff we've seen in the pictures and eventually she moves into a bottle of whiskey uh what if she moves into double-bladed lightsaber that would be cool i think that would be really cool i think it would too so uh <clears throat> do you want to talk for a second while i'm mixing drink? <laughs> here let me do okay sure. hold on one second sorry about that hey man Pause for the cause. Fucking whiskey distraction. Pause for the cause. We could have done How to Make an Old Fashioned 101. You know. You can give it the rundown. Two ice cubes, bitters on one. Sugar cubes. That's what I meant. Two sugar cubes. Uh, Bitters on one. Warm water. So we're talking about uh, the poster. Here's an interesting little detail. This is kind of nitpicky. What's that design? Thank you. At the bottom remind you of. The design at the bottom reminds me of the floor in um, Empire Strikes Back from exactly. Bespin. Now, where Han's get uh, Han, uh, <laughs> that's right. Han gets that's, frozen. In that's carbonite. where I get frozen in carbonite, yep. son. Do you think that's because it's just an artistic choice, or do you think we'll see Bespin in the movie? I really don't know. I can't call it either way. It'd be cool to see Bespin. I just don't think we will. I could be wrong. I mean, I wonder how Luke's saber was found, right? Because that's where he lost it. Yeah, is that just a callback to that, or did did it get found and then made it into the hands of an, some sort of extreme collector for that amount of time? Or right, I wonder what happened to it in the thirty years. That is a good question. Um, other than that, you know, we've got Ray and Han looking looking old, but looking cool. Yeah, like Han his, looks cool, dude. His, but his posture. Yeah. Like he's kind of got that osteoporosis look go- oh, going no. on, you know what I mean? He's just hunched over ready for battle. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I don't fair know. Fair enough. I'm trying to give Harrison Ford a yeah. brand here. Yeah. Um, he's Han Solo. Like I said, can you imagine, like, that's just uh, going to be a section of the final poster. Yeah. I think they probably took, you know, because there's none of the other characters that we've heard about or seen, you know, in there. I think... Um, you know, I've seen some people calling that disappointing online. I don't know how that's disappointing. I mean, is it butt hurt because they weren't there to get a a poster for themselves? What do you need an exact replica of the a New Hope poster? You know, but like, with new characters, yeah. or is it because you know there's only four characters? I I don't understand where the the disappointment comes from. I honestly think it's a lot of butt hurt. I mean, this was just the people that were at the conference, right? Uh-huh. The final poster obviously will have the... Does that one not have the droids on it? Uh, it'll have the droids. It'll have... Captain Phasma. It'll have everyone. Yeah, I mean... Relax. Like, like I said, um, and interesting enough, I watched uh, a documentary today about Drew Struzan. If you're ever bored, you should check it out on oh, really? Netflix. Yeah, it's really good. What's and, it called? <sighs> I don't know. If I just searched Drew Struzan. Okay. Or Drew, and it came up. Okay. And it's just about his career. He got started off doing um, album art. He did the Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, 
album art. He did the Welcome to My Nightmare Alice Cooper bloody art or um, album artwork. That's um, cool. And then he got commissioned to do um, movie posters in just about any cool ass movie poster you've ever seen besides Star Wars. He's done all the Star Wars. Uh, he did Big Trouble in Little China, all the Indiana Jones, The Thing, Back to the Future, uh, Goonies. Uh, um, my lady's standing outside trying to distract me right now. What's she doing? Making faces at me and fucking. What? <laughs> you're trying to distract me. I'm not. You're making faces at me and flipping me off and stuff. I was not flipping you off. Yeah, you were. You were doing the English oh, flip off. Who? Oh. But it's really cool. You should check it out because they really impress on you in this documentary that his style of poster artwork is a lost art form. You know, now nowadays it's all uh, Photoshop and, you know, stills from the movie and shit like that mm-hmm. instead of these hand-painted works of art like he's known for. Um and they look so good. They look so much like the characters. Yeah, I mean... His ability to draw the representation. And he's like a real laid-back, just nice-seeming dude. Like, you know, I don't know. Seems like a cool dude. Like the kind of dude you'd hang out with. I'm going to have to watch this documentary. Yeah, you should check it out. It's not super long. And it's it's interesting. It's in your interests. Uh, George Lucas is in it. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Pretty much any big director that he's worked with of note that you know he's done a poster with talks about how invaluable these Guillermo del Toro etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah um, and it's it's interesting that they basically got him out of retirement to do this Star Wars poster wow um, I'm pretty sure that he's going to end up doing the final one like I've said like 10 times since we've been talking about this if I had to guess this is only a small section of the final poster do you think well how old is the guy in his 60s oh that's not bad for no. being in retirement no i was wondering if he would do the next indiana jones one because that would be fitting it would um, i'm sure he did jaws as well you know what i don't know that he did do jaws i'm not a hundred percent sure if he did jaws or not um like i said he's done et and this and that and this. right a well-known poster artist yeah i'm thinking about all the posters you just said and they're they're great movie posters yeah i i really i was stoked that he did and big i didn't trouble know that in little china yeah i was about Jones. to say i didn't know he did big trouble in little china until i watched great. this documentary and i was stoked to hear that because you know how i feel about some big trouble in little china um <clears throat> but i mean really that's that's about it for the poster if you guys uh, if anybody out there was at D23 and got one of those posters, congrats to you guys. I looked them up on eBay, and there's not a single one selling for under 200 bucks. Can't do it. That's a lot of money. If, one's, if one um, went at the, the 100 bucks or below, maybe. Maybe I could spring for it then. What's even sillier is this is not a full-sized poster that they gave out. That's not like they gave everybody a full movie theater size poster this is a you know what they call a mini poster yeah um uh but they apparently also had like printers on site 
at D23. And if you want a contest or, you know, where a certain number of people during the day, you could get a full size one uh, printed. Those are going for like 500 bucks on eBay. Yeah. Too rich for my blood. Um, Just can't afford it. So next up was probably the news that uh, made the biggest splash in the media is that uh, Disney has bought up a shit ton of land for both parks in California and in Orlando to build an entire Star Wars land expansion. 14 acres. It's historically the biggest expansion for one property in Disney history. Really? Yep. 14 acres is the biggest? Yep. Because I know when Animal Kingdom was bought, it was the biggest. Uh, I don't, I mean for, I don't know the specifics behind this. I just know that, you know, maybe Animal Kingdom doesn't count because it's not dedicated to a single intellectual property. I see, I see. I don't know how big Animal Kingdom is. There's Disney files out there that could be like, uh, Animal Kingdom is 20 acres. Right, right, right. I don't know. Uh, I'm not that big of a Disney It's going to be fan. cool, though, regardless uh, of how yeah. big it is. Star Wars land? Yes. Can um, I get chill out in an indoor treehouse? Well, uh, I sent you an article. Did you see I the, did look the at concept those pictures, art? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if a that's... A lot that looked Nubian. It did. Nubian. Nubian. We have lots of that. <laughs> um, I'm a Toydarian. Mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. <laughs> No, you can have as much as you like. About 800 tea bags in that little truck. You guys don't drink a lot of tea? No. My favorite tea is Yogi Teas. And the throat comfort is really good. And not just because it makes your throat feel good, but because it tastes <laughs> really great. So um, they've given out a little bit of information about Star Wars Land. I've done my fair re- uh, bit of research they bought the land. As far as I know, either they already own the land or they've already bought the land. Construction may not even begin until like 2017. And from what I understand, the earliest we may see this is like 2020. Yeah. It's a little while away. But can you imagine being able to sit in a real Millennium Falcon? I can. I do every day. Yeah. Uh, That's so how you yeah. wake up every day. <laughs> Apparently... Uh, Everything in this park, everybody's going to be in character as aliens or characters. All the stores are going to be manned by aliens. And Dude, let me be a Jedi walking around in I mean, fucking Star Wars right? land. I'll be signing kids' autographs, taking pictures and stuff. I guess I could be Kleeg Lars. You need a Kleeg Lars? <laughs> <laughs> you can be Grand Moff. Grand Moff Hawes. So, <clears throat> even though... It may be a few years before we see Star Wars Land. They're doing some events and changes to the park to um, help everybody bide their time until it opens. Right. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm in no way a Disneyland or Disney World expert. So if we get an email being like, fuck you, you don't know about Disney. Yeah. That's fine. Like... From what I understand, they're getting rid of Tomorrowland. Yeah. And replacing that with the Star Wars Launch Bay. It's basically going to turn that into like a a big Star Wars museum. Yeah. Props and 
you know, models and things like that from all of the movies. Uh, and then seasonally, they're going to make some changes to the parks. If I had to guess, it'll probably be around May when they do the Star Wars weekends. Right. But they're going to make some, you know, changes to the parks, like change Space Mountain into Hyperspace Mountain. It's not a permanent change from what I understand. It's just a, a seasonal change. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited. Like, I... I can only imagine. They said at least two major attractions, one of which is piloting the Millennium Falcon. Who knows what the other major attractions are going to be. Yeah. Um, they also announced that Star Tours is going to be updated in the coming months with um, a planet and characters from the new movie. Okay. So that's cool. I have, if I've ridden Star Tours ever, it was so so long ago that I can't remember. The last time I went to Disney, I was like four. Yeah. I went as so, like a senior in high school. So, yeah, you've been more recently than me. Yeah. Like, I want to go to Disney to do Star Tours, but I kind of feel like I should almost hold off and just wait until Star Wars Land opens. And it was then, cool. Disney World was cool. I recommend it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to go. I went to Orlando... Maybe my sophomore year in college, and my roommate at the time worked for Disney. He drove the fucking, what are those called? The monorail? Yeah. He drove the monorail, and since he worked there, he didn't want to go to Disney, so we went to Universal and Islands of Adventure. Didn't go to, to Disney at all. Oh, wow. Um, which was fine. I mean, Universal and Islands of Adventure are cool, but... You you take me to fucking Disney in five or six years and try to get me to go anywhere but Disney. You'd really like MGM in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's what's the deal with MGM? It's just a lot of movie stuff. Movies. <laughs> yeah. Know? There's the Indiana Jones thing. You're right. There's Man's Chinese Theater. Right. There's the rock and roll the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster. There's mm, the I'd skip that. There's the Tower fucking of Terror. Eight Aerosmith. Live it on the edge. Yeah, they have this like drive-in cafe, oh yeah, restaurant that's like like a drive-in movie. You drive your car. No, in. you can't drive in there. Oh. But like, it's a it's a big big building, big room, right? And it feels like a drive-in theater. And but the tables are all like the back ends of cars and stuff. Oh, the, that's cool. The booths you slide into. Uh, that's another thing. They're supposedly going to have a, a working cantina. A cantina. That's all I need. No droids allowed. Right. Your kind aren't allowed here. It means you can't bring your fucking Hitachi wall plug-in vibrator either. (laughs) (laughs) Their kind aren't allowed here. It's real racist. They'll have to wait outside. (laughs) That is very racist. Right. Um, I guess it's machinist, technically. Or whatever. You know. AIist. Yast. Isn't there real working AI now? I don't know. We'll we'll move on. Anyway. I mean, if it, uh, if it's not related to Star Wars, I've been having a little bit of a hard time keeping up with uh, I think there was some is. major I know the fucking in artificial intelligence. Jared from Subway is a kid fucker. Right. No longer the sponsor for Subway, let's say. Fucking rightfully so. Have you heard about that bullshit? Yeah, I did. You know he's uh he's pleading guilty. I mean, he has to. Get Apparently that means they got quite a about uh, a lot of evidence around him. I read uh, some stuff on it today, and it was just fucking disgusting. Fuck no. that guy. You know, he came to Mississippi State 
I, re- say, I remember I was at I was at the college when he came and he fucking passed out free veggie subs. I was not there. I went. Yeah, did and you get you a know, free veggie sub. I did. And you know did what? Did you I eat t- Jared's veggie sub? I did, and it was disgusting. You know what? I, I the only reason I went. You know what I told him when what? I got my free veggie sub? I was I was like, uh, yeah, you look bigger than you do on TV. Oh, that's probably <laughs> the best compliment in the world. What did he say? He was just like, yeah. He didn't really say much. They were moving the line quite a. a uh, moving the line along quite a bit. Yeah, I went specifically to be a dick to, to Jared, Jared from Subway, and afterwards I was like, "Damn, I feel kind of bad about that, but not anymore." Not anymore. You don't feel you bad fucking about kid diddler. <laughs> you do look fatter than you do on the Subway commercials, oh, asshole. What an asshole. That's not Star Wars related at all. Go. Yep. So, besides Star Wars Land, uh, the next thing. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Did you forget what it was? I was there. Did you blank? I had it. I had it right there. Oh, they announced the cast and showed the first picture from Rogue One. I did. I saw it. She sent me the first picture from Rogue One, the cast of Rogue One. Did you know the Alan Tudyk from Firefly? Alan Alan Tudecky, is that how you say it? I don't know. know. It's Tudecky or Tudyk. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be a motion capture character. Interesting. He was the motion capture robot in iRobot. Was he? Yeah. With the Scientologist with Will, Will Smith. William Smith? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, uh, for anybody that was hoping there wasn't going to be any CG in this one either, suck it! Yeah. There's a mocap character. There is character. indeed. Um, so, that first picture is pretty cool. I it mean, is. you can't really get too much out of the story. Um, you. I, what I like is that it looks like a picture of badasses. It does. That is a picture of a bunch of badasses. I like that the lead badass is a lady. Yeah, that's cool with me. Yeah. Um, Donnie Yen. Are you familiar with him? Yes. Have you ever seen the IP Man movies? I have. That's him. Ip Man. Um, have you? Oh, is it Ip Man? I don't know, man. I don't know these things. I'm oh, a yeah. fucking idiot. Did you notice that he looks blind? Who? Donnie Yen. I did not notice that he looked blind. His eyes are all. Like, white it like out. grayed out. And it looks like he's got, like, a walking stick or something. Oh, I'm going to have to look. Is he going to be, like, a fucking... The blind swordsman? Yeah. Do you have the picture on your phone? Can you look it up? Cause I I might be able to. Because I... My phone died. Yeah. Donnie Yen. You see what I'm talking he about? He does look blind. Right? And he's got that neat... That is more than a walking stick. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some hidden functionality on that shit, right? Yep. It's um, cool that the lead badass is a lady. I see the tech guy. Someone pointed out that apparently her gloves look like Boba Fett's gloves. There's been people breaking this image down like crazy. The guy behind her shoulder looks like the kid from Elysium. That, uh... Uh... God, I wish I knew his name. I don't know. I know besides the people in that cast photo, Forrest Whitaker was also confirmed to be in it. Yeah. Who's the Samoan-looking guy? I don't know his name. If I had my phone, I could look it up. The guy with the longer hair? Yeah. He's got um, some sort of armor on that looks really neat. So you see the guy that's got the mustache, the sort of porn star mustache? Yeah. You remember a couple of months ago I told you Diego Luna yeah. was going to be in the movie? That's him. Okay, that's who I'm talking about from Elysium. Oh, okay. Then that is him. Diego Luna was in Elysium. Yeah, he's the kid that gets shot up. While I don't uh, at least he was a good movie. It was. Anyway. I saw that movie, but yeah. anyway, some people think that he's going to be Biggs, maybe. 
He could be with the mustache. The mustache is why he people could think be big. That. Yeah, maybe that's just a popular fucking facial hairstyle to rock. I think it is because the the engineer right below him's got the same, you know, basic and beard. The guy, the engineer guy below him, you know who he looks like to me, and I don't think it is. He looks like. Do you remember in Lost season six the guy that runs the temple? The yeah. Japanese guy? Yeah, yeah. That's who he looks like to he me. He kind of looks like Saeed to me. Oh, fair enough. Also, look at the patch on his arm. That's an Imperial patch. Is it? Yeah. That is an Imperial patch. Is he formally an Imperial, or is he going undercover? I don't know. You you know what I mean? They released this one image of the cast, and, we and people apart. go fucking bananas. I'm pretty sure that's an X-Wing engine in the back. Could be. Or now, some sort of engine. What's interesting is they clarified or made the point to make sure people knew that this movie explored Star Wars from a ground combat perspective. Which, when I heard Rogue One, I immediately thought, X-Wings. Yeah. Doesn't seem like we're going to be getting that. It's going to be a war movie. It's going to be a war movie. It's going to be, be like interesting. A, a hit and run terrorist kind of guerrilla tactics. What's cool is some of the pictures that people have been uh, releasing from the set and stuff. People have been taking spy photos and shit. Show yeah. classic stormtroopers on set. That'll be cool to that see. That will again. be cool, right? Yeah. I mean, I know you know. I'm excited about seeing the new stormtrooper designs and shit like that. But seeing the old school classic stormtroopers back on screen again—that oh, might yeah. be cool too. Yeah, it will. So, um, I think that was the big stuff. The poster, Star Wars Land, uh, and. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, Rogue One. I think that was the main stuff. They didn't really release any super new news about Episode Seven, The yeah. Force Awakens. There was no trailer, like they said there wouldn't be. I still think we're going to get a trailer on the fourth for Force really? Friday. You think so? Because that's when the promotional push is really going to hit. All the new product hits the shelves. What movies is Disney releasing between now and... I don't know. I meant to look into that, and I don't know that they have much, but I could be wrong. There, there's always that you know movie that I'm not thinking of that they could be releasing. Um, I just assumed it would accompany a Disney, a big Disney release. The, honestly, the these days, trailer. though, because of the internet and stuff like that, you don't necessarily need that big movie to bring the trailer out with. That's true. You know what I mean? You, you put just it pick out, a date. put it out online or on TV, but specifically online. And it's going to get a shit ton of views. It's going to be on TV. They said the fall, September 4th, is not technically the fall. Probably not going to. I just, I want that new trailer. Yeah. So I'm hoping. You know what I mean? Just in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm, no. It, we'll get that. We'll get it before Thanksgiving. Halloween. Thanksgiving. Halloween, even, is too... Too close to the movie. I think we'll get it. Too bad that I quantify my year in holidays. My no. years in holidays. No. Halloween rules. Thanksgiving's not too bad either. Fourth of July to, to Halloween. I read an article online this week that said more than likely the first showings for Star Wars will be on the seventeenth at seven thirty. Because you don't know you know they don't really do uh midnight showings anymore after that Colorado theater shooting. Yeah. So 
that's when we should start planning. Hopefully that turns out to be true. That gives us plenty of time to go see the movie, come back and fuck up my mic. Oh my God. Podcast until the break of dawn. All night long. As Sir Lionel Richie would say. So do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? No, I think we're good. This week? I think, think we're good? Yeah. I wish I didn't have any more Star Wars. Um, the, as far as they had a Disney interactive panel where they showed off more Disney Infinity stuff. They didn't break any super big news about Battlefront. They revealed a Battlefront PS4. Meh. Meh. I mean, it's cool. Um, the interesting thing about it is it comes preloaded with Super Star Wars. Uh, the night and Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Super Star Wars, Pod Racer, Bounty Hunter, and Star Wars Starfighter. Really? So that makes me wonder if those are talk be, about a kicker to sweeten the deal, right? Uh, I wonder if those are going to be uh, available outside of that console, and if they are, will they be available on Xbox? Because all four know. of those, I would download and play again. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If they had an Xbox version of that, I'd be a sucker enough for it. All four of them. And you know what? Surprisingly enough, I don't ever think I played Bounty Hunter. Did you play that? I did not know Did you play as Django Fat? No. No, I never played that. I hear it's a pretty solid game. I saw it played, but I never played it. Oh, that's a bummer. When someone's like, come over to my house and watch me play this game. Dude, that happens. It happened in college a lot. Oh, did it? Yeah. Fucking assholes. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm right. Oh, this is all good. I'm just sitting can, here with my dick in my hands and watch you play this. I can come to your cool place and watch you game. play video games, or I can play my own video games in my place. I'm good. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, uh, so I think that'll do this yeah. week. The, um, uh, I want to thank the guys from Stone Cobra. Absolutely. For the theme song. Yeah, thanks. If you guys want to look them up, they're at stonedcobra.com. Uh, remember to rate and review us on iTunes if you have a second. We would really appreciate it. And for Blue Harvest, the Star Wars podcast, I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Wood. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs>